4.41 South African time on this beautiful, mashallah, Wednesday morning on our program, As-Safinatu ila al-Jannah, Yawmul Arbi'a. Yes, today is the 11th of Rabi'ul Awwal, 14.45. Everybody sing, please, Mulana Arafat, tell us when is big night, when is big day. Fadilatul Ustad will tell you, inshallah, in a few minutes' time. I want to welcome the, uh, the listeners of... Um, uh, Radio Al Ansar International. I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Ustad is in Umslanga this beautiful Wednesday morning. We're missing you, Ustad. Welcome to the QA. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, our Junaid Mota, Dawood Mota, and Riyaz Mota. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbish rahli swadri wa yasilli amri. وَحْلُلْ أُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا إِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the 11th of Rabi'ul Awal 14.45 With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala Today we focus on <coughs> chapter 29 Suratul Ankabut the spider And verse number 19 Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states Awalam yaro كَيْفَ يُبْدِئُ اللَّهُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ What don't they see? Don't they observe? They, the human beings, how Almighty Allah creates everything the first time. He is the originator, and thereafter Almighty Allah will resurrect it. And that is the kudrat, the power, the manifestation of Almighty Allah's absolute power, sovereignty, authority, and majesty. I am Yenum Slanga. I can hear the chirping of the birds outside. I can hear the sound of the waves. And you see in front of me the trees and you see the plants. When you are here in summer, then you will see it so lush and plush and so green. When you are here in winter, then you see that it looks so dry. Then again, when the summer season comes, so Almighty Allah gives it a new lease of life. Oh, human being, what is wrong with you? Don't you wonder, ponder, reflect in the manifestation of the power of Almighty Allah. تَفَكَّرُوا فِي خَلْقِ اللَّهِ وَلَا تَفَكَّرُوا فِي اللَّهِ Therefore, the ulama have written and the scholars have written, wonder, ponder, reflect in the kudrat, in the creation of Almighty Allah. Don't wonder, ponder about the zat and the essence of Almighty Allah. We with our puny little brains can never comprehend and perceive the majesty, glory, beauty of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. So He, Almighty Allah, created me and you as human beings, the masterpiece of His creation. Six days, Almighty Allah created the creation. Saturday to Thursday, and on Friday, Almighty Allah 
خَلَقْتُهُ بِيَدَيَّ I created Nabi Adam والسلام, myself, the masterpiece. And our spiritual father, Adam, and our spiritual mother, Eve, Nabi Adam والسلام, and Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu ta'ala anha. So what does that tell us? We are here on a sojourn, a temporary life, and then death overtakes us, and then on the day of justice there is, there is accountability and there is reckoning, and that is what we must prepare for in this world. All may Allah will resurrect us. May Yuhil Idama wa Yaramim. The enemies came to Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna from the graveyard. They brought some bones that were decomposed, disintegrated. They said, Who will give life to these bones while they are decomposed? You address them, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa وسلم, and say, The same Almighty Allah who created us the first time, He will resurrect us. Verily, that is very, very easy for Almighty Allah. For Almighty Allah, Jalla everything is very, very easy. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us take you around the world, news, views, interviews, and you will understand what is really happening in different parts of the world. Now you see that the ties are warming between the Saudi Haramis, MBS, Murtad bin Shaitan, and the Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. The Israeli tourism minister is in Saudi. Can you believe that? And they are taking part there in a conference and so forth. So the ties are getting warmer and warmer between the two Haramis governments. Saudi government delegation has come to the West Bank. And they're telling the Palestinians and fooling them, no, we are here and we will establish a Palestinian state and East Jerusalem will be the capital. Do you think that this right-wingers, Ben Gwes, Motrich and all these Haramis, these settlers will ever allow that? Yesterday they released a statement and said, no concessions to the Palestinians. So you waste your time talking about peace and all that. The truth of the matter is, you must remember, MBS wants this, and they say they will have greater security and so forth and so on. All just one pipe dream, you must remember this. Any person who thinks that they can make peace with Israel, and more so now with all these haramis there, Bibi, Netanyahu, Smotrich, the war criminal according to the Haaretz, and remember Ben Gwed, the super terrorist. So you must remember that you must be a person who belongs to the asylum, you must remember that. Lebanon has no president, remember, for almost a year, and now the donors are getting tired, America, France, Qatar, and so forth. Sort your things out so they have so much internal strife, because Hezbollah Shaitan, who are called Hezbollah, the Kufar Shias, are pulling the strings from behind, always remember that. Every day you hear the Western media, the Taliban did this, the Taliban are oppressing the woman, the Taliban did this. Well, the Taliban is giving the Western world and all those skeptics a good smack in their face. Taliban's currency, the Afghan rupee, is the best currency in the last quarter in the world. You heard that correctly? Taliban's currency is the best in the last quarter in the entire world. 
Did I say so? Remember, Bloomberg said so. The Times of India said so. And these people are not sympathetic to Muslims or Islam. So remember that you'll hardly find corruption there. You'll hardly find the ministers flying high there. And they lead simple lives. They lead by example. Mistakes we all make. Errors of judgment we all make. But give them credit for that. That they brought it under control. And China is cutting deals with them. Other countries will follow the amount of minerals they have, the lithium, the gold, the oil, everything there, because it is part of Khurasan. 270, 275 years ago, Ahmad Shah Abdali, he changed the name from Khurasan to Afghanistan. Go read the great history of Afghanistan. Our teachers, mashallah, they came from Badakhshan, they came from Kandahar, they came from Jalalabad, and various parts of the world. And some of them taught us, Allah Jalla Wala grant them Jannatul Firdaus, some of them have passed away. Now you see, you are Jutla and a supporter of the Jutla, and remember, humiliated disgrace, Bob Menendez of the Democratic Party, his own party say he must resign, because from where did he get those hundreds and hundreds of thousands of cash dollars and gold bars all sitting in his house? He says, no, it was for security. So his history, and remember, he was a die-hard supporter of apartheid regime Israel. When you do that, Allah is going to disgrace you and humiliate you. Trump already found guilty on fraud in New York. He was always underplaying his assets, paying less tax and so forth. Now can you imagine, you got Biden, Biden's son Hunter, he's on charges, you must remember. And then on the other side, you got this guy here, oh, Trump, and he is guilty, you must remember, of committing fraud. So these are the people who are going to run the world affairs, and these are the people who are going to teach the world of democracy and about human rights and that, when they themselves are so corrupted. Biden joins the pickets, first president in America's history, to go and join them, the people who are fighting for more wages and so forth, in the vehicle industry. So all this is just politicking, as you know. So the European Union is complaining again. They say that this information on X, also known as Twitter, has reached its peak and its maximum now. U.S. new tanks will burn in Ukraine. The new tanks which U.S. is sending to Ukraine will be burning. So says the Kremlin and Putin. I like Putin. Putin is a big harami. Putin, you put them in their place and teach them a lesson, they'll never think again, whether it's America, Europe, or NATO, or whether it's the Jewish people here, Ukraine, you give it to them. And you see, Kiev lost 17,000 people, 17,000 troops in September, and September is still not finished. So you finish them up, we are very happy about that. We got no sympathy, empathy. If they send few Jutlas and they send few other people there to hell for attacking Muslims and attacking others in Palestine or attacking our people in Chechnya and wherever else, so you must remember that. France has lost Africa. France has lost Africa. Macron can't accept it. The Hitler of Europe, he thought he can come there and dictate to them, but you find our brothers, our armies, and our people, they stood firm, whether it was in Mali, or whether it's Burkina Faso, or whether it's Niger, or whether it is Gabon, they kicked out the white men. You must kick them out. They're Haramis. They're stealing your resources and everything. 
you Christians listen to this, you Christians. Can you believe this? How low can the Christian church go? Now there's a church there in Poland, and now the priest organizes an orgy, a gay orgy. The priest is busy in gay business. Other people who are of the flock are busy in gay business. They call a gigolo. You know what's a gigolo? A male prostitute, and he passes out there. They say, call an ambulance. He says, no. So imagine that right in the church, they're busy with the Adam and Steve activities and all this in the name of Jesus. And you come and tell me about these characters here. They're practicing celibacy. And you must remember when the monk and the nun started gravitating to one another, then you found the monk was involved in some monkey business going on there. The German foreign minister says that the weapons they sent to Ukraine were faulty. You see? Yes, yes, we will send you your weapons, but it's not working. You shoot, nothing happens. So that is how they play the game, you must remember. United States is running low on cash for Ukraine. So they also finished. Now you can't just be printing dollars and so forth. Two stories right from Israel, the rogue apartheid regime. So the mayor of Tel Aviv and Ben Gwey, both Haramis, now they're arguing. Now what's the argument all about? Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is how we have Ashura, so very similar to that. So you must remember, they want to have prayers. So Ben Gwey says, no, there must be segregation between male and female, and we can't have them all intermingling. And the mayor says, go to hell. So that is Allah Ta'ala telling us, You think these Jutlas are united, but their hearts are totally fragmented and disunited. Why? They are a people who got no brains, no intelligence, no intellect. Chapter 59, verse 14. They are Haramis. They are cursed by Almighty Allah. The most despised creation here on this earth. The only people whom Almighty Allah transform into swines and pigs and into monkeys. As enshrined in the noble Quran, chapter 5 and verse number 60. And an Israeli shoots a Palestinian in the back. And now they're having all, you know, court cases. And they might then go and sentence him. But even when they sentence, it will be a very lenient sentence and so forth. Then our story, local story, yesterday morning, remember, they in sentence, they brought about a new street and a new drive, and they're calling it Mama Winnie Mandela. So they call it Winnie Mandela Drive, you see, the stalwart and so forth. That's what they say, you must remember. Whether we accept or not, you know my stance. I never, ever voted for ANC and will never, ever vote for them. So nevertheless, that is from South Africa. Now, why did we all this now? This is looking at March next year, looking at April next year. They want to give you a sweetener. They know masses are S's. So the ANC has said next year, 2024, the grant for the people will be increased and so forth. So now they know they lose support, male, female, adult, and youth. So now let's give you sweeteners and all that. You see, they know that how the public is, gullible public, and they will fall for them and so forth. So that's how politicians behave. They, they fool the people, but sometimes I think they go too far, and therefore they will get more humiliated and more disgraced. Mashallah, last night we had a wonderful, beautiful program there in Stenger, and all my 
tell her, reward all the trustees, the imams, Mawlana Fahim, Desai, and our Mawlana Musa, uh, Musa Ji, MashaAllah. Let uh, reward all of them and all, MashaAllah, reward our trustees, our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas, the capital group, all the directors of Ansar and of Sadiyas FM. Allah Jalla Wala make it a means of hidayat. Today, inshallah, tonight will be the 12th of Rabiul Awal, the night of Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, according to many, many scholars, and it's an auspicious night. Even Shaykh Islam in the Taymiyyah said that particular night in which Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took place is an auspicious night. And remember, the demise of the Master Wasallam, also took place on the 12th of Rabiul Awal. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal also passes away in the year 241 on the 12th Rabiul Awal. So inshallah tonight we will be there in Avondale Musalla and run by the capital group. So that is our program and inshallah Aziz that 11 to 12 we will have the bliss of marriage today inshallah with Mona Arafat and myself. So that is our program and the weather here is fantastic mashallah. I'm sitting here right outside under the skies and no jersey and in my sandals and so forth. People will think that this Mota wants to go to the beach <laughs> and swim there now, you know. So this type of things, yeah. So wonderful, beautiful weather. Allah Jalla Allah bless us and Ameen. accept us for his deen. Allah Jalla protect the Haramain Sharifain and Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. Ustad of God, uh, Brother Raymond, he says, uh, can your adhan be made in English over the loud speakers? My name is Raymond Ustad. Raymond, which watch you wearing? The Raymond wheel, my brother. <laughs> so Raymond, in Islam, we have one sacred language, and that is the Arabic language. Why? Arabic is a living language. You compare it with English, you compare it with Afrikaans, with any language, and you will see that so many words and terms have become archaic. When I was in school, we were learning about Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet and all these things of Shakespeare and thou and thy. So who uses that? It's finished, it's gone history and thrown to the scripts of history. So Arabic language is our sacred language, our lingua franca. The Quran Sharif, the noble, glorious Quran was revealed in Arabic. It will always be in Arabic. Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu spoke Arabic only. When we enter Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la into paradise with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, every person will speak Arabic, whether he's Arab speaking or non-Arab speaking. So therefore, no one has the right to interfere with our laws. That is a crime committed by Kamal Ataturk. You know Kamal Ataturk, the murtad, the apostate. Even the land and sand did not accept him. If you go to Turkey and you ask them where is Kamal Ataturk, you will see in one box they just dumped him there. He took the azan and he said it must be in Turkish language. He said the prayer must be in Turkish. So in Islam, we don't want anybody to fiddle with our divine code and the prophetic system. And that is what happened to Christianity. Remember, and today, Azam, you got people who started here going, uh, bring this in, introduce this. So they corrupted the whole Bible, the whole Torah, the whole gospel. And today you can't find one authentic Bible. 
the same book in Jeel Gospel revealed to Jesus, peace be upon him, nowhere available in the world. And the Torah, nowhere can you find the original Torah revealed to Prophet Moses, peace be upon him. And we challenge Judaism and the Jews. We challenge the Christianity and Christendom and the Christians. Show us one person, only one, who has by heart these holy divine scriptures in the original language and can read it from cover to cover by memory. Not one, not even the Pope. When we challenge the Pope, they say there's no hope for the Pope. But we as Muslims in South Africa alone, we can produce to you more than 10,000 people, male, female, adult children in the world, millions, not millions, millions of people who can read the entire Qur'an Sharif by memory without looking at the Qur'an in the original language. And that is Arabic, my brother Raymond. So Ezekiel says, do Palestinians like Lebanese, A.K. Ustad? My brother is a keel. Yesterday or today you will hear in the tafsir commentary, those today, I think Wednesday or Thursday, in the commentary of the noble Quran. Oh, it's be tomorrow, I just remembered. Now, you must listen, my brother is a keel, that it is on Radio Al-Ansar, and no, but tomorrow, Thursday, no, Ansar don't take it. Anyway, you must listen to Marcus Sahaba and the story of Ezekiel and his keel in Arabic, we say. So you must remember Nabi Hizkil alayhi salatu salam. So that's his story in the noble Quran. So do they like one another? All the Arabs like one another when they're helping one another. But when they don't help one another, then they have big, big problems. You must understand Ezekiel because you haven't been to these parts of the world. Palestine, I've been five times with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. Lebanon, I've been there once. Lebanon's problem is threefold. That if you look at it broadly speaking, they will tell you 50% approximately are Muslim and then the other 50% are Christian and so forth. But that is not the end of the story. That is just to fool the people. So you must remember the Muslims are divided again into Sunnis, that is the Muslims, the true Muslims. And then you got Hezbollah, who are a powerful force, Hezbollah, Shaitan, Hassan Nasrullah, and all of them. So they are our enemies. They can be speaking in favor of Palestine and so forth, but they swearing, cursing Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq, Sayyidina Omar Farooq, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina the honorable wives and spouses of the Master, alayhi salam, Sayyidah Aisha, Sayyidah Hafsa, radiallahu anhumma. So how can we have good ties with them? So we must, but Palestinians now, they will take help and assistance from anybody. Because when you are in such dire straits, you're not going to ask too many questions. And if you know how things work in Lebanon, so they will make a president, they will make a prime minister, and the speaker of the parliament. One will be a Muslim, one will be a Christian, and one will be a Maronite. That is to try and keep stability. So that is their politics. Nobody likes one another when they are cursing one another. But when they're giving money, then money is sweeter than honey. You know how it goes, Isakil. <laughs> Ustad, listen to this one, Ustad. I've got here <clears throat> Jonathan. He says that why did the Arab countries lose to Israel during the Six-Day War but win during the Yom Kippur War? I will never pray for you, AK. And if I do pray for you, then you won't live long. Jonathan, Ustad. <laughs> Jonathan, you don't like me. But why you wake up so early to listen to me, Jonathan? You Jutla, you Harami, you supporter of the super terrorists. Israel never won a single war. 
You must remember Israel wins wars with the help of America, with the help of Europe, with the outside help and so forth. That's on their own. They can't even beat Hamas. So you must remember that. That are the Haramis they are. Because all Allah has said that they are a cursed people and a cursed nation. And why do they want it? And where is it situated? Right in the heartland of the Muslims. So that the Muslims must never be united. North Africa, Muslim countries, Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco, all that, Libya, all these countries there. And you see Africa, the map. And on the other side, you will see the Middle East. And you must remember, you got the Arab countries there and Muslim countries and Israel right there. Why? To destabilize the entire region, you must remember these things there. And when there's a war, they always want to play victim. You forgot what Golda Meir said, Shaharami, another one sent straight to hell. She used to say from 1921 to 1948, she was holding the Palestinian passport. And once she came into power, she said, what are you talking of Palestine? There is no such thing as Palestine and so forth. So you must remember, she said, we will never forgive the Arabs that they forced us to kill their children. You see, that's what the Haramis do. They target our children, target our women, target civilians, and say they want the war. You want nothing. You must the whole world. That time you could hide everything. Nowadays is a digital age and everything of yours is getting exposed. And even the Haaretz newspaper is a left-wing newspaper. So they're exposing all your crimes of you to humanity. So you must remember how you got the Holocaust Museum in this city and that country. You will have, you must remember, the Palestinian Museum in every country. Because why? And the foreign minister, Lagrov, Lavrov, whatever his name of Russia, he said to the United Nations General Assembly that it's time that the world recognizes the Palestinian state. See? That is how the tide is turning, you must remember that. And remember that Biden and even the Americans, they're getting fed up with him, with BB and so forth. Therefore, no invitation to the White House. First time a Prime Minister of Israel comes and you find Jutlas and Jews and they're protesting against him and cursing him. So you see what's happening, Jonathan? You better wake up. You're going to pray for me? You pray for long life. But me, I pray for you, Jonathan. Mm. Why I pray for you? So you listen to me nicely. You are <laughs> circumcised, but you're still not properly circumcised. So me, I'm going to circumcise you properly. <laughs> There's a brother from... Uh... Uh, Peter Marisburg, he's listening to you at the moment and he says that uh, he likes your show. Uh, he wants to know that why do Muslims in India, they support the Palestinian state, but Hindus support Israel. Brother Devon from Peter Marisburg, Ustad. My brother Devon, you don't read the history properly. Since India was formed, independent India in 1947, and Pakistan, they had partitioned in 1947. So always the Indian government supported the ANC. They always supported the Palestinians, and they were very proud of that. They said that we are the largest democracy in the world, and we want, you must remember, to support freedom and justice because they were under colonial rule. And you know what the British did? They looted, and that word loot is from Urdu and Hindi, and they stole, stole. And now that word entered into the English, the dictionary, and in the lexicon, and you find that, therefore, Shashi Tarur says, 
that all these museums they have there in Britain and London and that, they are called Chor Bazaar. They stole everything from India, they stole from West Indies, they stole from South Africa. They looted it. They stole it, you must remember that. So when BJP came into power, and that is your Moody G, the butcher of Gujarat, the biggest criminal in the world, according to Google, in the beginning of August this year, so then their policy changed pro-Israel instead of anti-Israel. So you see Modi goes there to meet meet Obibi Netanyahu and so forth. Just turn the pages before that, when Congress were in party, when other parties were ruling, and not the BJP and RSS and Modi's party, then they were always anti-Israel. You must remember that. That is Hindu and Muslim. And any government will be against them. But America keeps on putting pressure. Biden says that you don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. And he says that if Israel is removed from the world, then which place will be safe for the Jews? You see? So that is how they play the game, you must remember. They say, we will use you to grow, to you to cause more, to destabilize the Middle East. And then you find these Arab idiots and so forth falling in the trap over and over again. It's all the millions, billions, billions they got. They could build up their own army. Look at Taliban. They took on 48 countries. Allah gave them honor. Today, their currency is the most powerful currency in the past quarter, according to Bloomberg. So that is what happens when you have Iman and you have faith, my brother. I see um, Sister Lerato start. She says that, uh, let's vote for ANC, AK, and we promise you after this, we will make sure no more load shedding and water shedding. Let's stand together, South Africans, uh, Viva ANC. Lerato, Ustad. Lerato, how much are they paying you? You're not a Mufatia also. You know what is Mufatia? Another one on the take, you must remember that. 30 years you destroyed ESCOM, you destroyed SAA, you destroyed the NEL, you destroyed the hospital, you destroyed the education, what you did. And you're telling me after 24, 2024, it will come to better. So which world are you living in? You must be Alice in Wonderland. That's why they named the street the drive yesterday, Winnie Mandela, to fool the masses because you know masses are asses. You're one of them also, Lerato. Oh, unless they're paying you, you must remember to do some campaigning and so forth. Me, I'll never advise anybody to vote for ANC or Lerato. You're a bunch of Mufatias and freebies. That's what you are. Mm. I've got Vuyo Ustad. He says, Morning AK, in Africa, which African country is the true Islamic? Vuyo Ustad. There's no Islamic country. They are Muslim countries. Muslim country means that majority of the people are Muslim. Islamic country means that you are run by Quran and Sunnah and Sharia. We don't have that anywhere. We can say to a certain extent in Afghanistan, but you must remember that we can't say that it is entirely Sharia and 100% that. So that are all the shortcomings of the Muslim Ummah. And remember that that is what we want. But anyway, the Afghan Taliban are trying to give a role model 
to the world to show in this day and age, we can still show and give you example, no corruption, and we will not bother about the West. We invite the West, come again, oh British, we gave you a terrible threshing, not once, twice, but thrice we defeated you. Russia, you want to come again? Come again, we defeated you. Mm. Americans, come again with your coalition. So again, they tell them, come and see what will happen to you. whole lot ran away, and China is only playing the game now, and Russia will follow after they defeat Ukraine and all the other characters. And then you will see this whole block will get stronger. That will be Afghanistan, China, Russia, put Iran in the mix there, and put Turkey and so forth. And then you will find that they will liberate Palestine, they will liberate the world, and so forth. Not that Iran and them are Muslims. They're not Muslims, remember that. But Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Inna Allah la yu'ayyidu hadha al-deen birajul al-fajir. In hadith in Bukhari Sharif, sometimes Almighty Allah uses non-Muslims also to elevate and have the deen of Islam. Okay, we hear now, Mana Arafat, Jazakallah khair. We will speak 11 to 12, inshallah, in bliss of marriage. Barakallah fikum. Tonight we'll be in Avondale, inshallah. Jamaat Salat there for Isha is 7.30. And thereafter will be the program. Tonight is 12 Rabiul Awal, inshallah. Aziz, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.